Hey, what's going on, guys? We're back. Movies Don't Suck podcast, episode six. And uh, Mike, welcome back to the show, man. I'm back. You're back again. Yes. A lot of positive feedback last time, so I wanted to have you back on. Well, it's, I, I'm happy to be back. It's awesome. my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Awesome, man. All right, so first big topic of the day. We got to talk about it. Everyone was shocked last week when it happened, but all of a sudden, Bob Iger steps down as the CEO of Disney. It's really shocking. Like, no one expected this. We, Very abrupt. Yeah, we all knew that his contract was running until the end of next year. So everyone figured, you know, that's eventually when he would go. But to just randomly in the middle of the week, I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday of last week, just the news hits, boom, just like that, mm-hmm. down. S- stocks dropped. Stock, yeah, it's true. That's right. Did the stock dro- dropped a little bit, right? It did. I heard it did. I don't know what the numbers were. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a few percent. So people obviously knew that Bob was like a like symbol of control and stability and everyone was expecting him to hold the line for a while. Well, he definitely, you know, brought Disney up to levels that it's never been as a whole with the streaming service being a huge success. That is true. You know, Marvel is a success. Pixar's always been a success. So, I mean, he 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 is responsible for a lot of that, I think. So, naturally the stocks are going to drop a little, I think. That's a great point because whether you liked Bob or not, and I was a pretty decent, solid fan of his, but yeah, like you just said, mm-hmm. his entire tenure, all Disney's done is grown and they've made incredible acquisitions. Like nothing, they haven't like bought anything mm-hmm. and then it's failed miserably. It's like, no, he bought Pixar. Look at what they've done. He bought Marvel. He bought Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. These are all huge, impactful moves. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I read somewhere that, and I I don't see how this is true, so I, I you know I take it with a grain of salt. But I read that they're still trying to recoup the four point three billion they spent on Star Wars. Really? I'm not like it sounds funny to me because you know how much the movies gross, but sure. I don't know if that includes like all the money they spent on the parks and right. uh, the series that they're developing. You know, Solo bombed. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of people you know, don't they, know that. It they did definitely. Bomb. The last uh, Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that made over a billion. Yeah, but it just squeaked along uh, across that line. And obviously, it's still a profit, but that's definitely not what they were hoping for. I think they were hoping for uh, endgame numbers. Oh, yeah, they were looking for that two. Yeah, that two plus. You know, I don't think they were guessing that. Well, no, no, I don't think people were guessing that once The Last Jedi. I think once The Last Jedi came out, I think everybody realized it was a mess. You know, that's when that's when they started to see the the cracks in the armor. Yeah, yeah, just um, you know, but you know, he was uh, they're they're doing good. Iger, he's he, despite that. Yeah, despite all and, the and problems. I, again, I don't think that I'm not even sure if that's true or not. But it's, it certainly seems like it's possible, but just figuring what they've made on a surface level from each one of these movies, because all of them have made over a billion, except we know Solo Bomb. They took yeah. a, it took about a hundred, two hundred million hit on Solo, but all the other ones have been. Like episode seven was two billion, uh, episode um, eight was over a billion, episode nine was over a billion, Rogue One was over a billion. Yeah. So I have to figure, and then you know the sales, the toys have been down. We've all talked about that. The toys mm. have been down, but they're still profiting. That's why companies yeah. make toys. They're just pure profit anyway. So I got to figure that they're at least made their money back so far. Yeah, Bob, yeah. You know, like I said, I read that somewhere, and, and I have a hard time believing it. But you know, I was just bringing that up as a point to what you said. Like everything was. Um, Everything was successful for them. Everything he's done, everything he's touched, and brought, is, yes, you know, and and I think it has been. Yeah, I gotta believe it. it, it the weird thing to me was instead of like throw, having a, a press conference or putting out a statement or anything, 
They just said, oh, Bob is a step down as of now, and mm-hmm. uh, he's going to remain, uh, was it chairman? He's like, chairman yeah. of the board, which Cham- still makes him the most powerful person in Disney. That is true. He's exactly. under contract until next year, I think. Yeah, end of next year. Yeah. So he's still the chairman of the board, and he's still, like you said, the most powerful guy in the room, mm-hmm. but it just seemed very like unceremonious, the way he just walked away and was like, oh, no, I'm going to step down now. And um, Oh, Bob Chapek, who's been at the company for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I, I'll admit, I had no idea who he was before yeah, they talked about this. I had no, and then he's going to step in, and I'm like, this is certainly a strange sequence of events. It's, it, it's definitely strange, which makes me wonder about what's coming you know what oh, I mean? You think it's an indication of something? Yes, yes. I think it's the first domino to fall. You know, and I don't understand. I, you know, I don't pretend to know like what he's trying to accomplish with this move. Right. Yeah, we can't get just stepping. So yeah. We don't know. But I think something. I think there's going to be a big shakeup over there. You know, for the most part, I think like nothing's going to happen at Marvel. I think with Star Wars, I think Star Wars and Lucasfilm have a lot to do with this. And a lot to do with I th- what I think is a possibility of happening soon. I heard people, a lot of people say that where they're like, oh, yeah, everything's been great with Bob. Mm-hmm. And then the two things he wanted to finish you know, his career with was getting the Fox deal done, which to his credit, got the Fox deal done. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, launched the streaming service. Well, those two things have been done. They've been done successfully. Mm-hmm. And he feels like, oh, what else can I really do now? You know, I've, you know I'm not going to wait for the next big thing, that, you know. So there's really nothing else. Yeah, and they they said that he also wanted to retire uh, earlier oh, at that. the end of his last contract, and I think it was Eisner who like talked him back into. I heard that too. You know, so maybe he's been ready to retire. They say, you know, chairman of the board, he's not going to be doing dealing with the day to day operations. Right, he could just oversee the major. He's going to kind of just steer the ship now. Yeah, Instead I guess they say is he's going to be thing. like what their overall vision as a whole going forward is. You know, yeah. as the, as a company, Disney, which is smart because it will keep everyone calm for now because they're freaking out. Oh, Bob, Bob's gone. Bob, they're bringing in Chapik, which I heard a lot of people online were. Uh, again, I don't know much about him. I've been reading about him the last few days, mm-hmm. but a lot of people aren't too happy with Chapik being the new CEO because well, he could be the CEO for the next ten or fifteen years. And that same story I read about the stocks dropping. Uh, part of the reason they said that Wall Street or it dropped is because Wall Street was ex- expecting somebody else, a different, I, you know. Oh, they weren't expecting Chapin? No, no, they were expecting somebody else within the company. I, I don't remember who it was. I've never heard of them. But, uh, and that's part of the reason the stocks dropped, I think. Okay. But they said, you know, from the little bit I learned about this guy, Chapik. Chapik? Yeah, Chapik. Um, that he's worked in a lot of different. He was a head yeah. of like a lot of different departments, every, every parks, division, yeah. uh, film, uh, uh, digital distribution, yeah, video yeah. distribution, yes. uh, the parks. Mm-hmm. But so it sounds qualified, you know, 30, 30 years. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're in a company for thirty years, you pretty much hit on every department. But I heard why people weren't happy is that they said that they blame kind of the downfall of some of the parks on him, especially what's going on with Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars, which is not doing very well. I heard they're you know taking a hit, a bit of a hit on that. Really. Those cost a, each of those parks cost over a billion dollars to make, to break ground on and, and produce. Well, they're par- those parks are pricing customers out. Oh, you know what I mean? So it seems bad. like yeah. every six months they're raising a price. I would imagine, I don't even know, but I would imagine like it costs something to go to Disney World, it's but absurd. then it costs something more yeah. to get into the Star Wars park or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Galaxy's Edge is its own thing. And it's, like, so they're pricing out the middleman. They're just pricing out most people. Yeah. You know. That's how bad it is. So they blame a lot of that on Chapik. They say a lot of the things that went wrong with the digital distribution and the video distribution back in the day were also blamed on him. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, who knows? They say he's kind of like Bob 
in a lot of his uh, style of being a CEO, but the difference is, I said this to you, he kind of just reinforces brands and then just shoves them down people's throats. Oh, okay. Which, like, okay, fine, that's what Disney does, but you got to be careful when you do that because, yeah, we all know that you want to go back to your brands well, and look let what people happened know. happened with Star Wars. Yeah, that's where you got to ride the line because mm-hmm. it's like you want to put things out and let people know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but then if you're just shoving things down people's throats and, like, oversaturating the market, mm-hmm. this guy's going to find himself on his butt out the door. Yeah, but they, I mean, you know, the, the problem with that is is because they they're oversaturating the market and it's working in some ways. Right. With Marvel. Correct. You know, and um, And with the live action remakes, I know people don't always love them. They don't always get great reviews, uh, but they yeah, all do, do yeah, financially make, that's well. That's true. They true. They make over a billion dollars each, I think all of them except for uh a couple of them, yeah. but the big ones make more than. Yeah, like I, I don't care how many times people say the Lion King wasn't yeah. that good. And they get and bad it, like reviews great. when you look up the reviews for them and stuff, and they still yeah. make you know reviews don't match up with what people. They don't because Lion King and Aladdin weren't reviewed well. They no. both made over a billion dollars, mm-hmm. and they've already talked about Aladdin is going to get a sequel when it doesn't need one. Aladdin's going to get a sequel. Lion King, obviously, thank God, is not going to get a sequel, but Aladdin's going to get one. Really, they, they made over a billion dollars, and it got like sixes and sevens, and people said, "Oh, it was okay. It was decent. I enjoyed it. It was fun." But maybe, you know, they're making money. Sounds like a bad idea to me. But hey, we'll see what happens. Well, luckily, they said they're going to write an original story. We'll see why, story. what Milan does to like derail or, you know, because I think that could play into not to get off topic, but yeah. that could play into the future of these live action remakes, too. It could. It depends on what you well, know. I, I didn't even think about that, but maybe that's another, you know, just one cog in the whole uh, Iger stepping down. It is Maybe very he sees the right. I very. I, I. You know. I think. I think a lot of people see a lot of different writing on the wall with this whole move. I could see that because Bob's probably thinking like, like he said, he did the two things he wanted to do with Fox and, mm-hmm. and just having everything, you know, getting everything done right. with the streaming service. But then he's saying like, oh, nothing else I can really do. We probably are only going to have to take a hit now going yeah, forward. Probably, How bigger it's, can it's get? Kind of, I think this Milan thing might be a disaster. It's a potential disaster. I think the Milan thing is a potential disaster, and we'll, we'll go into that. Uh-huh. And then I think the other disaster is just the fact that there is no Star Wars movie for a couple more years. They need to, they need to, they need to regather themselves on yeah, that. They need to, yeah, they need to not do anything. Maybe, you know, their series fine you know to keep people yeah they have the cartoons keep it in. always yeah yeah which i'm you know, but with the movies they really they, they i i think they screwed up bad with this and, and again i think they didn't have all this ties into you know this main topic here with Iger or whatever i think that all you know we'll get into that whenever you want yeah but. it's just like is it, notice, I have no problem with Bob stepping down. It's just the fact that he just did it so randomly. That's that's what kind of threw me for a well, loop because you know seeing you know what was going to be coming down the pike. Maybe that's what. Well, I, I was th- his okay. Main goal other than just retiring because why not just ride it out? For uh, oh, again, minute? yeah, and, and it could be any of these things. Again, like I said, he wanted to retire. I, I've read that he wanted to retire before, so maybe he just wants to retire. Maybe it's nothing. You know, maybe yeah, we could be looking into it. Too but much. I, I think again, I think the fact that it happened so, like you said, unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's more to it than that. I think I think one that's a very big possibility that he sees the disaster, the impending disaster that Milan's what's going to happen with Milan. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that has to do with uh, the situation in China. Um, and I think that you know, I think they're trying to get Kathleen Kennedy out, and I think they Could have be. to be very, very, very careful on how they do it. And I think this might, and again, like I said earlier, I don't understand the move. Mm-hmm. But I think this is possibly the first move in many of many moves to come that's going to lead to her 
being out. I'll say one thing. That that's a great point. And then I'll tell you this: when you bring in a new guy like Chappie, even though he's been there for thirty years, mm-hmm. if things start going wrong, mm-hmm. he's not going to have that safety net that Bob had. So if things start going wrong, Chappie is going to be gone. And then what's going to happen? You're going to start into that revolving door of CEOs where it's like, okay, now we're always going to be looking for the next guy who's mm-hmm. going to be the 10 or 15-year guy. Because mm-hmm. once you make that change and it doesn't work, what happens? Like a sports team. Oh, well, we had a coach for 20 years and it all went great. Now we're going to hire a new guy. Oh, he didn't have the immediate success. Fire him. Bring in a new guy. Fire him. You could start that merry-go-round of instability, which you know no one is, is going to want. Yes, but I think it'll be the underlings. Not so. Not him. Not yet. Not right away. He'll have. Right now, he'll get a little. Yeah. Again, idea. again, if he's if he's Iger's guy and Iger's still in charge, right? He's the CEO, so it's going to be the other de- the de- you know department heads. I think. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, I think she's. I, I think they got their targets set on her. <laughs> they probably do. And you we- know. So, but they got to be again. They got to. It's going to be a delicate situation. They got to. They got to be think very carefully. Yeah. How they want to do it. She's under contract. Same as Bob. That's why everyone thought it was going to be strange for mm-hmm. Disney at the end of 2021. Bob and Kathy were going to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's like okay. Now the new future of Disney is out. Well, now yeah. Bob w- walks away. Kathy's exposed. Right. And Chappix here, so it's like, where does this weird triangle right, right. of people? And I think I think the Star play? Wars thing was not. I I'm pretty sure. I'm you know I I, I don't want to say I know, but I, I without saying I know. Right. Um, I, this wasn't how they t- planned the Star Wars oh, no. turning out at all. I think no. I think they look at this as a disaster. I, I it's, think, it's at least a mild disaster I, I, because they're profiting, but, but they're it, not making the profit that they expect. But but it is. A, I think it's a little bit more than a mild disaster. I don't think it's a total disaster. No. But a little bit more than mild in the sense that I think that there's damage. Damage has been done to the brand of Star Wars. I, I agree with that statement. So it's going to take a lot of. It, it's going to take a lot to get that back you know yeah. you can't get it back overnight it's gonna take, yeah. it's gonna be building over time now and that a part of that is gonna be building toward the 20, 2022 movie i think that's why they got kevin feige involved because yeah. just just because smart he was able he that's what he was able to do with marvel yeah he built it from nothing well not only that but he he's able to space them out nicely mm-hmm. you know what i mean and always he, has a plan they're 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 tied together you know what I mean? And that's more than, you know, even as loose, as loose as some of them are tied together, you know what I mean? It could just be one thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's always, yeah, there's just always, like yeah. one character could bring like them into the whole thing or whatever. But that's more than you can say about this whole trilogy from Star Wars. That oh, seemed yeah. like just completely different movies. Even the prequel trilogy had a consistent through line right. through the entire trilogy, like one consistent plot right. or arc or whatever. No, absolutely. And you can't even say that about this movie. This movie, they just, you know, they were like a. A kid who got a brand new toy that was like so excited <laughs> yeah, to, they, to play with it, get it out of the box and play with it. And they did, they did and they're just like, poo, 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 without planning mess. it out. They should have planned it out. Yeah. You know? Hey, listen, Bob's got to take the hit on that as well as we're singing his praises about all the good he's done. I think, no. That I, he's, got, he's got to take the hit on some I, of that. I, well, maybe in reality. He's but, Kathy, at the end of the day, he's Kathy's boy. I can sit here and blame Kathy all day. You know where I've done it. <clears> but he's her boss. He should have been on top of this. Well, maybe, again, maybe. I think she's going to take the hit because everybody knows that she's in charge of it. And she's, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of the stuff you read or see, it, it's a lot of people like really not being a fan of her. Oh, no, everyone. And she's, you she's know, universally so I think, I, hated people, pretty much. People know 
It doesn't matter. He, you know, you're right. It could. Uh, he is in charge, but yeah, it, it buck stops. She's him. yeah, but she, you know, she's in charge of Lucasfilm. Yeah, so. under George's direction. That's why I always gave her a little bit of a slack. She I, never I, took George's direction. They no, told I'm saying, but when George left, he left it to Kathy. That's why the idea was right. he left his baby with oh, her okay. she trusted her. Yeah. So that's why I always gave Kathy a little bit of a slack. Like mm-hmm. I, I've crapped on her many, many times, and we we're going on and on about it. Uh-huh. But I've also cut her some slack because I knew that when George sold Lucasfilm, he was like, uh-huh. oh, it will be okay. I'm leaving my baby with Kathy. You know, uh-huh. Disney and her and Kathy will take care of it. So I'm like, oh, if George trusts her, I trust George enough to know what's going to happen. And then they, she kind of... Stabbed She's, in the back. Yeah, that's yeah. Which is another reason why I'm like, all right, you've had your shot. Yeah, gone. Yeah, I told you my theory about them. Supposedly, I don't know how true it is, but them bringing George Lucas in to direct scenes or edit or something. Yeah, I mean, there was always rumblings of that going on with eight and with nine, especially. Right, right. Yes, that, I, I, to, I don't know if I told you, but I think that they did that because again, they saw that writing on the wall that this isn't going to make people as happy as we want it to. And we want to throw the blame on George. We bring George in and tell everybody that he directed the end or re-edited the yeah, end. Yeah, that was or strange how those stories were coming out and they were like, yeah, no, 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 I never heard anybody like. To be fair, I never heard anybody say like, oh, it was George. I heard JJ spoke to George. I heard that was like confirmed at the very least that he spoke to George about like how to like wrap up the nine movies and like mm. what direction we should. Drive. So I heard that George was at least consulted on. Mm. But again, if it ends up badly, which to a lot of people it did, for me it was more mediocre. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't blame George. Like him being called on the phone. No, 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 no. That was just like the cynical side of my head. Like, you know, like me thinking. Welcome to the film industry on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the cynical. This is what we do. Yeah, no. It's just me (laughs) thinking Disney like is truly an evil empire. So, uh, so speaking of cynical and you know people walking away, I think you know we'd be remiss to not talk about the other big departure Mm -hmm. of the week. Uh, again, unceremoniously, so strangely, Steven Spielberg walks away from Indiana Jones Five. How? the hell did this just randomly happen this was supposed to be i know the movie had been delayed a couple times and uh-huh. i'm not the biggest indiana jones fan so uh-huh. you know help me out if i uh take it down the wrong path but uh-huh. the movie had been delayed a few times and uh-huh. they were finally said it i think even harrison ford was interviewed a couple weeks ago because he's been promoting his yeah uh, yeah, the yeah i was movie. gonna say that and he was like oh we're gonna be shooting mm-hmm. in next month yes yes and then all of a sudden spielberg walks away he, uh-huh. he had a quote um i'm paraphrasing they're like oh this was Steven's decision to walk away, and he wants to leave the next generation of Indiana Jones down to the, the pass the whip down to the younger uh-huh. audience. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. pass the whip down to the younger generation. <laughs> you're, you're, it's Harrison Ford's coming back. He's almost 80 years old. Yeah. So this quote, obviously, it's just PR nonsense. You can't really look right. Too far into the, the quote. Right. Dip, you know, the diplomatic way of saying it. Right. I, so where, where do you look at this from? Like, just so again, I think this this ties into our first subject with Iger. Yeah. I think that their ultimate goal is to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy one way or another. Mm-hmm. As quietly as possible, obviously, because she'll, she'll raise a fuss. But um, I think Spielberg... See, I, I, I read or maybe saw it somewhere where someone was talking about like even Spielberg. They're like, even Spielberg is tired of Kathleen Kennedy. I've heard that. I don't think so. I, really? I don't think Yes, I don't think so. I think quite the opposite. I, I, it, it, that to me just came across as like those people that we uh, we were just talking about are just like Kathleen Kennedy hater. Oh, know? just the clickbait and the YouTube yeah, angry. Yeah, like, you they know, call them the fandom menace on YouTube. Is that really true? Yeah, I hate even giving them credit, but you know they just hate on everything in Star Wars and just crap on everybody. Well, that's what that came across to me. I think that Spielberg is being loyal to Kathleen Kennedy. Really? Absolutely. I, I th- never would have thought of that. Uh, well, let me explain. Okay. They they've basically come up together in Hollywood since the beginning. Amblin. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. They've done everything together. Uh, you know, like everything. I think starting with E.T. It might even be before that. I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. E.T. is as far back as I can think about. So maybe even before that. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, she's done. She's. She's been part of a lot of great movies. She's a very powerful woman. No, without a question, she's and the most powerful female executive in all of Hollywood. Probably, yeah. One, one, not even it doesn't, not even female. Probably just one of the most fi- powerful executives in Hollywood, I probably agree. in history. And she deserves it. This woman, if you look at her, her uh, filmography, it's impressive to yeah. say the least. It's gone hit after hit after hit. You know, but I think that Spielberg is being loyal to her. I think she knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. With Iger and with her impending doom, you know this is my theory. Right, uh, and she told you know she, maybe she's pulled Spielberg. You're okay because again you you're absolutely right. You mentioned what I was going to say. You were you said like you know just a couple weeks ago Harrison Ford's like oh we're all ready to go on Indiana Jones four. Yeah, you're gonna be shooting in a month. Spielberg, or- you know Stevens with us. We were all back. You know right. And then a week later, this happens. Okay, I think she pulled them aside. Maybe she's like, "Hey, you know, Stephen, they're trying to they're trying to get me out of here. You know, I one way or another, I'm not going to be here. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to do Indy Five with you. You know so what I mean? So you think he's walking away with the to with be her? Molded. Interesting. I never would have yeah, thought of that because I mean, like again, they've done they've worked their whole careers together. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so, they've been a team. For that long, yeah. I mean, you know, loyalty's still got to count for something, and maybe you know, maybe I could be completely wrong, and maybe he does hate her now or something like that. But he he's got a lot of issues going on right now. Poor Spielberg. Yeah, no, he's got some personal stuff. I don't want to go too far into that. But yeah, I I don't think that has anything to do. I'll say I'll say this. I don't think any of his personal issues have anything to do with Indiana Jones. I think it's obviously because that's another thing. The script. Not only has the movie been delayed two or three times, Uh the script is in such. Flux all the time. I honestly can't even follow who's writing it anymore. There was so much talk of uh, uh, Bob. I think his name was uh, David Kep was writing it. Then yeah. they said he wasn't writing it. Lawrence Kasdan. I know John Kasdan's son was supposedly oh, okay, doing a right. second pass on the script, and that was mm. two years ago. But then they he walked away, mm-hmm. and then Kep was taking over, okay. and so there's been so many changes back and forth. This movie I heard originally was supposed to come out in 2019. Originally supposed to come yeah, out in 2019. No, I, I think they first like announced it in 2016, so 2019 right. probably sounds Makes sense. sounds about right. Yeah, I'd rather, uh, to be honest, I'd rather they didn't do it. You know, and that's I lo- been another I, question know, people have been saying. I love, I love obviously the original Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah. They're all masterpieces, as the, far yeah, as I'm concerned. Great. Every one of all three of them. The last one, three, not as much. Three, three, last, I, I, one talking, and two are to me are the all time two of the all time classics. You talking about the Last Crusade? Yeah, the third. Yeah, Last Crusade. Mm. I like I like Last Crusade, but it's not yeah. as good as one and two. Yeah, I don't know. For one me, and two are the best. Three is very good, uh-huh. and then four we know is mixed. Kick yeah, no, nah, that's I, solid. That's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, four is fine. It's not nowhere near what the other three are. Oh yeah, to me, but you would I could argue it's one, two, three, and four in that order. Or two, one, three, four. Yeah, no, but it's always I, one and two. I, I first. would go two first for me personally, right. and I know I'm in the minority. I'm, I've heard one. people say that. Some people yeah, like no, two. I love, I love that movie. I, 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 <laughs> that movie's great. It's awesome. It was, that, that movie was a, one of a few movies that was responsible for the PG-13 being creative. Really, Temple of Doom. Yeah. Oh, because the whole like the tribal and the sacrifice. Well, there's a lot of yeah, guy got his heart ripped out heart, and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of like crazy stuff. In I didn't that. know that was part of the PG. Yeah, that Gremlins and Poltergeist. Oh, that's a nice piece of movie trivia those, right those there. Spielberg, actually, that's true. He he's the one who brought brought the idea to the MPAA because his movies, 
It was those were his movies, Gremlins and Poltergeist, right? And they were PG. And Temple of Doom was rated PG. That's yeah. And then people were complaining about all the, all those movies or whatever. So he went to the MPA with the idea of a PG thirteen movie I uh, rating. Never heard that before. It's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's there you go. the more you know, man. That's yeah. Well, he's a he's a powerful man too. You know, he's he can do whatever he wants. L- let me ask you this: any truth to the rumor you think that just maybe he knew the movie the script was just going to be bad there was no way they could fix it and he's sure. just like saying you know what I don't want to put my name on this sure. I, I could you know a lot of directors like to think oh you know the script's not so great but I, I can you know maybe, uh-huh. maybe that's that arrogance but also that greatness of being an artist like oh I can make it good I can make it maybe he thought this was just the script is so bad I just I can't make it good yeah, that's I just can't absolutely a possibility but then if that absolutely definitely but then I would wonder what he was thinking with the last one that's a good point too. That's not a, yeah, it's true because that's not a strong script. It's a very mediocre no, script. No, yeah, it was. For, for, it's you know. it's a very watered down Indiana Jones adventure. Yeah, it, it, that's a good way to put it. Watered down. Well, yeah. that's another thing. How much more watered down is this one going to be? Considering that he was old twelve years yeah. ago, and now he's almost eighty. And I'm not trying to knock Harrison Ford. I yeah. love Harrison Ford, but at the end of the day, he's almost eighty years old. Yeah. What can the, you know? He handled the action well in the last one. You know, solid. So, he did a solid job. So you know that. That's that's definitely a question. Uh, you know, that's for me. That's further down the list of my questions. If I were to make a list of questions, you know. Yeah. So let me transition you to this. With Spielberg now walking away, the rumor has been James Mangold. Uh huh. Now, when you now we all know how good James Mangold is. He did, he did yeah. Logan. He did uh, you know Ford v Ferraris. Mm-hmm. And he even did Identity many years ago. It's a movie I always forget that he did. Yeah. No, I looked. That's I, a great movie. Too. I looked up his filmography. Uh, after they announced this, you know, and I, I obviously I know it was more recent stuff or whatever, but I wanted to see like how far back he went. Yeah, and he goes back a long he's way. Done a lot he's done terrific he, films. Yeah, he has, he has. So taking the whole Spielberg situation out of it, mm-hmm. I think we'd all agree Mangold is a terrific choice. But like you said, is it still Indiana Jones? A lot of people are saying no, it's not Indiana. I Jones don't think so. Once Spielberg yeah. is gone. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you just you can't. I agree with that a hundred percent. He's. I feel like Spielberg to Indiana Jones is just as important as Harrison Ford is. Really, you feel like that style is just, yeah, it's too just, embedded uh, into the DNA of the film. I think so. Yeah, you know, and and, and Mangold is a good director, a very good director. So I think he'd make a great movie. Yeah, but I mean, again, I just don't. I feel like you know, it's like getting like a different actor to play a major role. That's how right. it's gonna feel to me. You know how how no matter how good he does it, you know. And I, you know, again, who knows? I feel like you can capture that sense of adventure, though. It's hard. It's all about the sense. Of, yeah, obviously, we all know Indiana Jones is about. A sense look at of look at Roland Emmerich. Right. All right, this guy has made his career trying to emulate Steven Spielberg. True, he has. That's and, a good point. And I mean, he's been successful, obviously, but his movies aren't even close. Yeah, they're just to explosion Spielberg. nonsense. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's like he just. He has all the same tropes that Spielberg likes to use, like kids in peril, yeah, stuff like Family that. These, these big push-in shots right up into people's faces and That's stuff true. like that. Uh, you could, there's a lot of similarities if you look at them, um, but it's not the same. It's not the same. You can always tell it's not the same. So would you say, okay, so if you're in charge, just, just, put, even just look- put you as a CEO for a minute. Would you go ahead with Mangold, or would you just say, eh, Steven doesn't want to do it. Let's just end this franchise and, and, and be happy with what we got. Yeah, if I was a CEO, I'd be doing a lot of things different. But if, if I mean, they're, they're, I, that would sound stupid because they're making tons of money. Yeah. But uh, Remember, it's your job as CEO to make money. It's not job, yeah, your job to make know, good movies. It's I, your job to make money. I'm a movie fan. If, if, 
If I was in charge, I would axe the whole thing. You would. They, yeah. hey, you know what? You're not. I wouldn't say, "Oh, you're crazy. How could you do that?" But you know what? You're not the only one that feels mm-hmm. that way. I've been, you know, looking at people online talking I don't about even th- it. I mean, they, I, a lot of people are saying just just axe it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if there's how well it would do. I it's it's hard for me to think. <sighs> it that, depends on so many factors. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people still are itching to go see oh, Indiana Jones. I think there's a lot, but but there are a lot of them based on Spielberg and and Ford. Yeah, you take away Spielberg, it's like, all right, you still got Ford, and you still yeah. got the cast, the rest of the yeah, cast. Yeah, general. I don't think general, like regular audiences. Oh yeah, think that or whatever. And Spielberg, I, I, I think I read this, and and even if I did, I'm sure if they go forward this movie, he's gonna be executive producer. I would, I would assume so. He he's got to be overseeing. Yeah, you yeah. Know. He's he's not gonna. He'll have his fingers in there. It's just such a weird situation because. There was no like talk because usually what you hear with these productions is again with Kathy there was always trouble on the set or they fire mm-hmm. someone later or something's going on. There was no rumblings of any problems. Yeah, we knew the movie had been delayed, mm-hmm. but we never heard a problem from Spielberg. And then oh no, the, yeah, no. we never heard. And then it's just to walk away and Mangold's going to take over. I think. Notice, I'll tell you right now. I think they're. I, I personally, if I was CEO. I would do it because you have a guy like Mangold. If you were bringing in like, oh, let's just bring in a third-rate director. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'd be like, all right, ax this. But the fact that you – to me, the, the, the linchpin is, is Mangold. You're mm-hmm. bringing in one of the top guys in Hollywood. I could argue – you know, his last two films have been Oscar-worthy top 10 of the year films uh-huh. with Logan and Ford v. Ferrari. Whether or not people like those movies, they're pretty much yeah, universally no, they liked. Weren't, yeah, no. I mean they were, they, they, they were good movies so, f- for sure. Yes. To me, he's the linchpin because if you didn't have a big-time director, I'd be like, uh-huh. oh, you're losing Spielberg and then you're bringing in a nobody – then you can't make this movie. Yeah, no, they'll they'll make as a studio they'll they'll make it because again it's it's um, it's a property it's a known property you know and they again they 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 that came with the the this four point three billion they paid for Lucasfilm yeah. and if it's true that they are trying to still recoup money you know that oh then a, they have no choice that's, that's a good a point Lucas, that's part of the Lucas, acquisition uh, yeah but it could you know if it's a disaster I mean how much I don't I don't think they'll spend like a Star Wars budget on it. But no. it still won't be a cheap movie. Well, it's going to be what you probably what, what was a uh, Crystal Skull? Was it one fifty? I would probably guess. I would. I would guess like one fifty. I would. Then you got that it. That came out this like two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, they said it was. Tw- they said it was twelve years ago for Ford. So yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, it came out a week after. Two weeks after Iron Man one came out. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. So that means that you you know for sure they spent one hundred fifty million plus. They're not going to spend less. They're not going to spend a hundred million dollars on the uh, new Indiana Jones. They're going to spend a hundred. They might spend two hundred million. Try to go all. They can out. still make. I mean, they can make a good movie on a hundred million dollars. They don't need to make it crazy. Yeah, but we know that the studios don't. They like to throw money at the screen. We'll see. <laughs> That's Hollywood today. It throw depends money at the on screen. what the, you know. It depends on what the shake. If there is a shakeup happening, it depends on what uh, what in, that shakeup involves. You well, know what I mean with Lucasfilm and everything. Who, if they put someone else in charge of Lucasfilm, they if they put. Favreau in charge of Lucasfilm. That, that, oh yeah, and they get Feige more involved and, and yeah, Favreau. Feige did just to kind of like lay out the the framework for the whole, which thing. would be smart. Yeah, yeah. But so. Hey, so who knows what they would do? You know, I was, I don't, I don't care about anything on Disney Plus. But one thing mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm. that I was like ex- or looking forward to, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's good. It's the Willow series. Oh, the uh, Ron Howard. Yeah, another Lucasfilm thing. You yeah. Know. Is he directing that? I heard. I, yeah, I heard that was. I read this. I heard it was part of the deal when uh-huh. uh, Ron Howard came in to uh, save Solo. Uh huh. I, I don't know how true this is, but I heard it was a, a solid rumor. Just, they said he would come back to save Solo if they let him do a sequel to Willow. 
Right. That was part of the deal. He said, I'll come okay. back. I'll save your production, but you got to give me something on the back end. And I'm yeah, like, oh, he, that's a typical Hollywood thing of like a, of a uh, production yeah, an actor yeah. saying like, okay, I'll do something, but you got to let me right, get my right. project. Yes, yes, yes. I but, love that. But the problem with that is that Solo fucking bombed. It did, but guess what? <laughs> you notice it did, but, I, but most people will tell you. Have you seen Solo? Yeah, but most people tell you that who see that they loved it, that it was really it solid. Was fine, really, but that I very matter. much enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. See, I mean, like that doesn't matter to Disney. They're looking at the bottom line. Right. Well, well, true, but they also look at the fact, like at least he made a quality production. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's he's we Ron can trust Howard. Him to keep I mean, like quality, you, you, yeah. it's not even about. I mean, like Ron Howard has earned enough clout. Right. You know. So yeah, where, he's as solid as they come. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. Willow, I love. is one of my all-time favorite movies. I've since never I was seen a kid. it. It's, is it I, really I good? I love it. I love it. Okay. But um. So you'll maybe you'll get Disney Plus for that then, for Willow. For that, we'll see. You'd, you be, you'd be one of the few. I'll tell yeah, you. I'll tell you right now. They, you know they haven't started yet. Oh, maybe they did. I don't know. But I'm just happy. You know they got Walrick Davis back for it, and and uh, I hope it's I hope it's good. I know that they've had ideas for sequels ever since the first movie came out, but the first movie was a bomb. That's right, yeah. So, uh, what year was that? It was like 80... Probably 87. 6, 87? 80, yeah. Yeah, I never saw it. I always heard about it, but I never... I don't know anything about it. So. Yeah, I love it. I, uh, it's something that like I used to... My mom would rent me as from the video store oh, like when I was Warm, fuzzy kid. memories. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's but awesome. it holds up. I think it holds up. It really it does. Out. It's really uh, a fun movie. Uh, all right. So, But I don't care about anything else on Disney+. Plus. Well, listen, if you end up getting it just for that, you, hey, whatever it takes, Disney's going yeah, to try I to mean, there's, there's, Any way they can, they're going to try to get your money. So if it's the Willow thing or if it's yeah. any other production that they need yeah. to make, they'll make it for you. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, um, I mean, there's old stuff on there that I'd watch, obviously, you True. know, but, um, you know, none of the series get me that excited. Yeah. All right, man. So let's go into our third topic. You know, usually we all talk about the fun and all the silliness of the industry, but as we know, uh, the past couple of weeks, you know, the coronavirus has just bled into every industry, whether it be, you know, the, the, the financial industry or the film industry, just everything going on. It's uh, hard to just skip over the fact that uh, these studios are getting really hurt right now. Like at first, when this thing first started happening, I said, oh, it's going to be some delays, you know, no big deal. Everything is par for the course. But man, as you've seen from the last couple of weeks, pretty much every big movie, every studio, Mm-hmm. It's been like a panic mode with this virus going on. I don't think no one thought it was going to be like this. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah, I mean, as far as the movies are concerned, you know, the two that come to mind that I guess this, that I read that they're, they're really starting to panic for is uh, Mulan. Yeah, obviously. for obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the James Bond movie, which I think is supposed to come out in April. Yes, that's the, I think, uh, April 10th. Yeah, early, I'm not sure. Yeah, I early just, April. I thought it was April. Yeah, Sometime in April. Well, I knew it was going to be bad when in end of January, early February, they were talking about, oh, the Bond premiere has been canceled. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, the Bond premiere? That's in, uh, at the time, I was like, that's two and a half months from now. They're mm-hmm. canceling it two and a half months? Holy crap. And then I'm like, wait, if the Bond premiere got canceled and that's after Mulan, then what the hell is going to happen to Mulan? And as we know now, they're going to just delay it. And it's gonna hurt yeah. them, man. That like China is a mess. I heard China is so bad right now. Going on, they pretty much closed almost every theater. They they closed seventy thousand theaters, dude. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna cry about it. They need to, uh, you know, they need to get this thing under control. Yeah, you know, no. if people are out there getting sick, they shouldn't be out. You know, oh no, at the end of the day, I think, watching James Bond movies. Yeah, it's a weird thing where it's like you look at what, what these CEOs have to think about in terms of making money for their company and trying mm-hmm. to like do the best job they can, but then it's like, hey, listen, I think everyone is, so far, is, you know, it's easy to come out and rag on these companies and say, oh, they're only about money, they're always about money. Uh-huh. You know what, I think everyone so far has been handling it really well and making the moves to delay everything. Did you hear about Mission Impossible, the next Mission Impossible movie? Well, yeah, they, they, they were supposed to film over there or in, something. In, in, you know, can't... in Italy. 
Oh, and Italy. we know how bad Italy is. Like China and Italy right now got it the worst. Oh, really? So I heard they were supposed to shoot it, and they're like, "Nope, we're gonna like hold off on Mission Impossible." Mm-hmm. And just you know, I'm glad to see that everyone's erring on the side of caution because it'd be really easy right now to mm-hmm. say, "Look at these you know scummy Hollywood you know production companies yeah. and these studios just looking out for the dollar," but yeah. they're but they're genuinely scared right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think hopefully it it all blows over. You know, it's gonna it, hurt. It, well, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. You know. F- in the, not maybe in the long run, if they get it under control, no. obviously. And the, and this finance, but like the, the, the immediate ones, you know, if, if Milan in March, Milan in March, mm-hmm. and um, Bond, Bond in, in April. April, you know, that's going to hurt. You know, again, the Chinese box office is the second biggest box office yep. uh, in the world. So, yeah, it's going to hurt, especially for Disney, because they kind of made this movie for China. Oh, yeah. They catered the whole thing to mm. China, so. which, which was smart, because it's a Chinese movie. It's based on a Chinese folklore, so they catered it to the Chinese audience, and they're getting hurt right now, other than the fact of just... I would like to see people just make movies for the sake of making a movie and not make it for specific anything. Oh, well, Mike, come it's, on. You know, that's not a thing anymore. Why, would you, say, why would you say that? Yeah, no, just, just make a movie. Just I make know. a movie. But um, I, I'm, I'm shocked that they uh, made they made it for two, I'm so, $200 million sounds crazy to me. Hey, I heard I forever it was $300 million, so $200 million to me yeah, sounds like a I don't know, know lower what, cost. I don't know what if like Chinese audiences were excited about it. I don't think American audiences are. Oh, I think American. Oh, absolutely. I think you for think a lot so? of people that I've spoken to, like Mulan is one of their all-time favorite Disney movies. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth like a two hundred million dollar risk. I mean, that's just me. I understand. That's what like you mean. an initial guess, you know. Just just me looking at it, you know. But it's not. It's not Beauty and the Beast or The Little yeah. Mermaid or, 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 or Aladdin. Lion King. Yeah, or, or any of those. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not. Notice, it's not the Titans. It's not the big boys. Right. But There's most tears. of the fans. Yeah, it's it's like right under. It's like the next one. Yeah, it's right under the elites. It was a good. The animated movie was a really. Oh, I, I, I li- yeah, I liked it too when I saw it's it. It's great. Um, you and know, it's I, I get hurt by this. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be. You know, in the long run, they'll be okay as long as they get this whole situation under control. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I heard that um, they were thinking about just saying let's just push everything back a couple months because another thing I heard was gonna happen is even once the Chinese theaters start to open, mm-hmm. rightfully so for their own economy, they're gonna prioritize their films coming back first so so there's going to be chinese movies that you and i have just never heard of that they're gonna be like oh yeah well mulan is from you know that's an again it's american so they're gonna worry about their movies first they're very strict about what movies uh, the majority of movies that play over there are chinese films yeah uh, and they're uh, very selective about what american movies they show to their audience so it's not like all of our movies are being shown over there yeah you can't show that unless you have a certain you know guideline over there it's well yeah they, they they definitely i mean they didn't show ghostbusters because they thought it was like black magic oh are you serious yeah like the, oh i didn't know that yeah, yeah. i mean oh like, it was like part of it we've heard we've heard some of the bad chinese restrictions i'm sure there's tons yeah. of stories like that that could go on yeah well. but hey listen i'm glad everyone's erring on the side of caution because it's just not, it's just not it's it's, bad and these yeah. studios are getting hit and they have to figure out a plan i heard a lot of these studios too are coming up with um strategic teams of like how to resort you know, like resolve this problem, which Who? I, I heard every movie studio, theater. Yeah, no, I heard every like all the studios. Oh, like they're Param- trying to come like up Param- with like a, Warner- cue? a yeah. cure. Yeah, think about it. What happens in Hollywood every time a problem comes? They like, oh, let's bring in lawyers. Let's bring in teams of people. That hurt. So I heard each studio is coming up with virus strategic units, strategic teams to help them manage the releases and what's going to happen. And they said the reason they're doing that is because in Hollywood, everyone always says, 
oh, we've seen this before. We've seen this before. We're used to it. We've been around for 100 mm-hmm. years. Well, guess what? All these guys are saying that we, this is something we haven't seen before. This mm-hmm. is an unprecedented problem. So that's why they're kind of panicking, bringing in these strategic teams <laughs> to figure out what do we do from here. So they're te- taking it very seriously. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but that's that's cr- it's cr- crazy. It's crazy to think, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. I, they, 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 they're, they want their money. Hey, when you're spending all this money on all these productions, the bond, I think Bond is almost two hundred million because this is like the last Daniel Craig Bond. Really? Wow, that's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, well, it's, for a it's Bond movie. Yeah, it's like they're they're doing like the last hurrah kind of thing because it's yeah. Craig's last one, and they're shoot. They heard they shot some of it in IMAX too. I'm sure for, first sense. Bond movie shot uh, with some IMAX scenes. Hmm. Which is pretty dope. I'm excited for that. Yeah, those are good. Some of them are good. Some of them are real good, and some of them are okay. But yeah, I, not, I, not, I, yeah, not every bond has been. Two hundred million is a risk on anything, pretty much. Uh, that's a lot of money. I, you know, I wouldn't picture them spending that much on that. But that's yeah. crazy. Hope it's what I hope it does good. Yeah, they're gonna have to see what happens. So let's just hope and pray that uh, everything works out over there because you know obviously it's a lot more serious than just the movies. Mm-hmm. All right, so for our last segment, you know I asked you guys online to uh, submit some questions for us. So right now we're gonna take a few minutes and uh, go through your questions and just uh, see what see what's going on. So let's see. Uh, our first question that we had for the day is uh, on Instagram from uh, reviews by Quinn. And he is asking us, uh, what do you think of the future of the DCEU, and will it ever be as big of a hit and peak like the MCU did? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'll say right now, and I think this is a pretty obvious answer, it will never be as big as, as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and not just as a Marvel fan as I am. There's just I don't think anything. Like, not even Star Wars is as big as the MCU no. right now. MCU is the biggest thing. And yeah, I think DC will, has started to turn it around. I think it's been turning it around for about a year and a half now. And I think they're continuing to grow and get bigger, but I just don't see how anything is going to be MCU level. I just, I just, there's no way. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think, I think, even if the movies are better, right? You know, uh, I think that Marvel is, it's just it appeals to a broader audience, and they have Disney has the right formula with right. what they're doing. They, they're making. Fun, well-made, family-centered, fa- yeah, kind of. like appropriate movies that everybody can watch. So you know, parents can take their kids, and there's something for everybody in them. And the D- the DC movies have had They're a hard grittier, time. Grittier, darker. Well, yeah, I think. Well, I think this their characters and their stories. From what I know, again, like, you know, I said this last time, but I'm not a comic book guy. Mm-hmm. But I I feel from the what I know is that the DC characters are from a darker more mature tone with the exception of Superman, even though Hollywood's kind of turned Superman into that. Yeah. More grittier and more yeah. darker in some ways, you know? So no, I don't think it'll, I don't, I don't think they'll ever be as big as Marvel. I do. I do feel that Marvel is going to start to die down with I their agree. films. Uh, I don't see, I, you know, I don't, again, I'm not a biggest fan of their films. I think they're fine. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of them that are really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel with the new ones coming out, I, I feel like yeah, it's not as much excitement for them. No, not no, yet. Yeah, until, yeah we'll know, see. They come we'll out and get we'll see when they crank up the hype machine for them and yeah. see what's going on. I, I'm sure, obviously, people are going to be excited for a Black Panther. 
Oh, and they, oh, and they make a sequel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that'd be, probably be the first one to come out, you know, or well, early. Well, people are worried more about this year because, you know, Black, Black Widow is mm-hmm. going to be, you know, solid hit. People are not sure about Eternals. Mm-hmm. And then for the future with, like, you know, the Captain Marvel 2 and the, and the Black Panther 2s, those are when it's going to start getting big again because those both made over a right. million dollars. And, and getting back to, like, DC was, you know, I think they've been stumbling out of the gate, you know, and they've had yeah. a few hits or whatever. I think I think they've been better of late. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I, you know, we I'm sure the Batman movie will be a success. I'm very hyped for that. I you know, yeah. It it'll, it's it's Batman. Did you see Shazam? I did. It's good. Shazam was very yeah, good, was fun, good, charming. Yeah. I didn't know what to I felt like out of Shazam was like the closest thing to a Marvel. All, I agree cuz it's got yeah. that fun, charming family yeah. vibe. Yeah, I love yeah. that one. Uh, listen, I think they've tur- been turning around for about 2 years. It started off rough. Justice League was was really rough. Uh-huh. Um Wonder Woman was really good. Shazam was really uh-huh. good. Um, we all know that Joker, you know. Well, uh, yeah, was, yeah, Aquaman was a big hit. Uh, that's another one. Aqu- yeah. I loved Aquaman. Again, I did you? A, yeah. a, a, a fun, silly, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. But considering how bad that movie, you know, James Wan did a great job. You know, he's a good director. Yeah, that movie could have easily been a complete shit show. Yeah, and yeah, I think no. he made and a I, solid, and I'm happy. fun movie. That's, I root for them. I root for the DC movies to get their shit together. Yeah, and 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 at least compete. You know yeah, what I mean? And I think they've been better at that because look at one of yeah. the most anticipated movies of this year, Wonder Woman 2. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, I loved her. You know, yeah. I thought Wonder Woman was way better than uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I agree. You know, I people agree. always say, oh, Marvel's better than DC. Well, Marvel is better than DC right now, but Wonder Woman, kicked, you know. We'll see. DC's got a chance now because, again, Mar- Marvel's like shuffling in some new stuff. Right. They're in that transition. People are, you know. They, there's no Robert Downey Jr. anymore. You know what I mean? That's true. That guy is like a charisma machine. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? That's, That's a great way I, to put it. Yeah, charisma he's, machine. He's probably like what the glue that held that whole thing together. Oh, absolutely. You know, so here's DC's chance. I think I think kind of throws a monkey wrench into it is the Joker being such a huge success. Yep. And they're like, oh, shoot, what are we, what are we going to do now? You know, because this was just like a one-off thing. Yeah, and now but he, because we're a greedy movie studio that wants money... You know, let's start getting, uh, you know, cranking it out. Yeah, like yeah. going into, you know, see what else we could. They're milk, chasing hits right now, DC, it. and I understand. Yeah. Like they made a tremendous hit, and they maybe want to follow up on it. Mm-hmm. But as for the future of the DCU, which was part of the question, was I think the future should be don't worry about the expanded universe and connecting all this and doing another Justice League and all that. I think right now they should just focus on like Absolutely. these solo movies. That's where they worry about up. Batman, worry about Absolutely. Joker. Like, Absolutely, just, you know, that's where they messed up because. By the time they got into this, like, you know, Nolan was doing his Batman movies. The mm-hmm. Marvel stuff was just starting to, like, take shape until, like, right. what did, what you see what it's going to, what they're trying to do, what it's going to become. Um, by the time DC got into this game, they were, like, desperate to play catch up to Marvel. Right. That's, that's why, why they, they rushed everything. That's why they literally, like, they plan to make, they plan to make, like, Superman or mm-hmm. Man of Steel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were going to do a, a sequel to that, which would have led into that. Which everyone's been asking the, for. And the studio was like, no, 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 we have to catch up, make Batman versus Superman right now. Yep. You know, and That's why it, it was rushed. They had to make Batman versus Superman, then they had to make Justice League. They were doing they it backwards. In- I feel like they were doing it backwards. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think that you, they should just fo- focus on solo projects, make your different, you know, make they made their Joker movie. 
Make your Batman movie. See what that ends up being. Mm-hmm. See what your Wonder Woman and Aquaman sequels end up. Exactly. Doing. Still, done. Yeah, I'm still saying do and, sequels. And, and just then be figure careful. out a way to connect them all after you have them established. Right. And there's gonna be a Shazam two also. So yeah. if you have Shazam two, Wonder Woman two, mm-hmm. and Aquaman two. Yeah. You know, I'm fine. Like make Shazam those wasn't a huge hit like those other ones, but I. It, but it made, did very well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his budget compared to the other ones Correct. was a fraction. I think they did that for like fifty million. Also, I think you're right. It was like that fifty seven. It was. Un- I think it was like right under. It was under hundred. Definitely for sure because they didn't want to take as much of a risk, uh-huh. and they're and they're smart now because they're expanding these universes too without trying to make these group movies. Because from Shazam, they're working on a Black Adam movie, who's like you know part of that universe. So mm-hmm. it's like okay, grow you know organically that way. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about group movies and catch up to Marvel. So that's why I think that they started rough, but since the last year and a half, they've slowly been doing it the right way. Yeah, and I think their future is bright. No, they're not going to be as big as Marvel, but they don't have to be. They can right. make their own hits. And it'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, they could be bigger than Marvel, like at that moment. Like they could have a, like they could get their thing going and the Marvel thing could start. Sure, they, if they have a good year, but year I don't and think half, they'll ever reach those no, heights. No, they won't. Because the fact that like our parents know about those Marvel movies, mm-hmm. I don't think the DC movies are ever going to quite be on that level. It's just, it's just so culturally well, I mean, embedded into yeah, the zeitgeist. I mean, I, well, Batman and Superman are culturally embedded, embedded y- into the zeitgeist. Yes, but the other characters aren't. No, but I, I, you know, I think that's except D- maybe Wonder Woman. I think that's DC's handicap because again, you know, I'm not a comic book fan, but like I could see the appeal of a lot of the Marvel characters, of course, yeah. Whereas the DC characters, to me, as like an outsider, they're like bro- notice they're, they're brooding, they're, they're, and the Marvel characters are like fun. I, yeah, I mean, I don't even look at that like that. I just, I just, they seem like less interesting to me. I, I, I can or, see or, that. Or you know, just yeah, I just, I feel like it. The, the Marvel ones appeal. More of them appeal to me. I agree. Or to people. Yeah, yeah no, I, that's, hey, same for me. All right, so um, thanks for the question. Uh, reviews by Quinn on Instagram. Uh, let's go to our next question from uh, Red Gordo on YouTube. <laughs> uh, this is a good name. Uh, what is the best Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Thank you. No, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for the question. Uh, wow, best Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Um, well, to me, there's best and there's what my favorite is mm-hmm. so of course everyone's gonna say jake Gyllenhaal. what does everyone say donnie darko donnie darko listen i i like donnie darko donnie darko is an awesome movie but for me if you ask me right now what is my favorite jake Gyllenhaal movie man i gotta say nightcrawler i love i love that movie that's a yeah. fantastic film i agree yeah. i agree uh for me it's either that or prisoners prisoners is also yeah. excellent that's another great one. He makes so many good movies, Joe. He's, yeah, he's, he's a one good of the actor. Best. He's a good actor. But it really, he should have... You're right about Nightcrawler. He, he, he really... He, he really is Lou like, Bloom. He yeah, is yeah. Lou Bloom. He should have gotten a, a nomination for that. Yeah, I don't movie. know how he didn't. Yeah, no, I like that movie too. I like like seedy kind of like movies like that where they show like the, you know, like the, the, the underbelly. Oh, the underbelly, yes. Yeah, the dark underbelly. Of Los Angeles or whatever. Bill Paxson was it? I think that was the last movie. I Bill think Paxson you're right. I think that was in. one of his last or his Rest last in role. Peace. All right, Rest in Paxson, peace. man. But um, yeah, I agree with that. Like Nightcrawler is one of those movies where mm-hmm. it's it takes a topic that you wouldn't think you normally care about, mm-hmm. but when you see him, this guy, well, to- you know, it's a topic that you never heard of before until you until you heard of it, right? And then then you're like, is this real? Right. You know, those guys exist who just record stuff and send them uh-huh. into news, or, but you didn't know there's a whole like like you said an underworld to it. And yeah, a whole yeah. society it's, of like fighting for the best yeah. footage. And After seeing it, I read that it is like a real thing. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's absolutely a real which thing. Which is crazy. But, uh, you know, obviously his his character, he was very uh, – what is the word? He's like, he's like an antisocial sociopath. Yeah, sociopath is what yeah. I was trying to think Because there's a of, line yeah. in the movie where he's like, it's not so much that I don't uh, understand people. 
It's mm-hmm. that I just don't like them. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's got a lot of great like not not just lines, but whole like oh the dialogue in that film. Yeah, incredible. I love that. and he's so good at delivering it like really fast and like he 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 was yeah. great in that movie. And I love I love when the bad guy wins at the end. You oh, know, he <laughs> yeah. he does. You know, it's uh, that's true. It, I I love a movie like that. I, I remember when I was in the theater. I saw it in the theater actually. Really, like, something about nice. it just grabbed me. I wanted to see it. Yeah, no, I look. It looked really good, and yeah. I was like. Is this, I, the movie ends. I won't go into specifics, but I was like, uh-huh. I was like, the movie ends, and I'm like, this is. How, I was like, this is how it ends. <laughs> yeah. Like this is what happens. I'm like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's, a, it's 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 a ballsy of, movie. It's like it, 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 didn't yeah. try, it didn't try to like you know be safe or do anything to like it's, pander it's to a audience. Small movie, you know. It's, yeah. uh, that's why that's why I prefer smaller movies, you know, because you could do anything as long as you can get the the financing to do it. You know, you're not trying to do something crazy. And it's like more variety. There's more. There is more willingness to take chances in those movies and right. stuff like that. And I appreciate that kind of stuff, you know. And you know, I don't. I don't love every time a bad guy wins, but sometimes. Yeah, but uh, that movie, it worked. Yes, yes. Otherwise, yeah, that's, it could exactly. you, that's the risk. It could piss yeah. you off as a fa- as a viewer of the film. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but for me, it didn't. I was like, I wasn't pissed off, and I was like, oh my god. And mm-hmm. I was more like shocked. Yeah. No. It's um. It's a really great movie and a really great performance. He's a good actor. He's fantastic. He's a good actor. I like that he's a... I can't pronounce the director's name, but it's like Denis Villeneuve. Oh, D- uh, Denis Villeneuve? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, he did Prisoners. He that's did, another excellent he one. He did uh, Enemy, which I know you that's love. That's right. Yeah, I also love... And that's another yeah. one. If you want to talk to me about some of my favorite Gyllenhaal movies, Enemy is a weirder one. That one definitely takes yeah. more of like a psychological... You have to really analyze it and sit down. A lot of metaphorical admit, stuff. I didn't love it the first time I saw it. I remember mm-hmm. it was recommended to me by a friend of mine. He's like, you have to watch this movie. Just go watch it. I won't say anything about it. And I watched it, and I was like, the whole movie, I'm like, what is going on here? This is really weird. I don't know if I like this. And then the movie ends, and I'm like, what did I just watch? And I didn't know if I loved it. Uh-huh. But then the more I read into it and analyzed right, it right. and saw what was going on, I was like, wow. I, th- I was in it. It's I, love I was thinking about yeah. more. I love a movie and like that really where like like it. You, you know, it sticks with you days after you've seen it, and you don't, you don't really form your opinion about it, but it stays with you. Yes, I agree. And, That's and exactly it. And you it. can't get it out of your head, and you're trying to interpret, you know, interpret what it meant mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. And those are the best movies, you know, and like ones that you don't even realize – that, that you just saw you. the best movie right. until after you, after like after you that light bulb goes off after days or weeks of thinking about that. movie. That's exactly how maybe I feel about watching Enemy. it a second time or something like that. Yeah, if you um, want to see a good psychological thriller out there, I'd recommend Enemy to everyone. But be ready to like be confused yeah. and like it's be not a little, for everyone. Yeah, it's not for everyone. <laughs> but if you like a good psychological thriller that makes you guess, makes you think, and really makes you like see what's going on and then you don't mind analyzing you know watching videos on youtube afterward uh-huh. that is a movie for people to check out yeah because it's, it's weird but it gets under your skin yeah well he's good in it you know but uh for me i like i like i really like prisoners he had is that like your a, favorite gyllenhaal movie though i think i would agree with you on nightcrawler and i'm sure okay. there's like some other ones that i'm not even thinking about right uh, now let's see there's yeah i was gonna say source code next yeah no end source of, code is, is a fun action Thriller with some good drama, you know, mystery mixed in. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. You haven't I, seen Source Code? No, I've seen End of Watch. End of Watch is very good. It's, yeah. Not my favorite, but it's, it's, it's again, good. It's another very solid, good, yeah. well-made film. Um, let's see. End of Watch. Oh, you know what I liked? With Jill and I'm looking at the list right now of all the movies he's done. Um, Stronger was really good. I don't think I saw it. Just the one he plays, the guy who was, um, his legs were um, blown off in the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, yeah. Yo, not a lot of people like them in uh now that it just like are bo- I'm thinking bombs, but um 
uh, Jarhead. People liked him. A I lot. didn't see that one. Is I, he good I, in that? I, I did. He's good in it. I didn't really particularly care for the movie as much as some people did. But um, okay. I'm trying but to think he is. What's another good Gyllenhaal one? Uh, I don't want to go through every movie he's ever done, but uh-huh. um, Nocturnal Animals Never with saw Amy it. Adams. For all you out there who are not sure, it's a, just a hardcore, you know, like dark drama. You know, mm-hmm. like a, he's, a, he's a writer and he's got writer's block and everything. Okay. And it, the way, I don't want to ruin too much, but the way it plays out is really creative, really interesting. Okay. And uh, that's another good one, but... Amy Adams is a good actress, too. She's always good. Uh, of course, Prisoner's on here, Enemy, Source Code. Um, we, we, we won't talk about Prince of Persia. That was, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people love Zodiac. I think that was a Disney movie, wasn't I it? I think it was. Zodiac uh, is great. I have not seen Zodiac. Yeah, David Fincher. Okay. That was his next movie after uh, Seven, I believe. A lot of people, a lot of people love Zodiac. I haven't, I'll admit, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's great. Yeah. And then, hey, listen, we're forgetting about one of Gyllenhaal's biggest ones. This is how big Gyllenhaal is. He's done so many great movies. Uh-huh. Everyone talks about Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, well, probably I mean, one of his biggest roles. I didn't yeah, see Brokeback yeah, Mountain. Yeah, Did yeah, you see Brokeback, I, Ma- Brokeback Mountain? No, me neither. It's just, it's just never, never didn't appeal to me. No, nah. I didn't care. He, oh, the day after tomorrow. It's another one people like that he did. So it's fun, silly action. Oh, that's a weather movie, right? Yeah, it's where the snow is like the weather like following I just saw, him. Uh, what was the? Oh, Midway. Midway, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you tell by the, me forgetting the title how what I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Southpaw. Yeah, that's I've, a good movie. I've noticed another very good, solid, well-made movie i wouldn't say uh-huh. it's great i wouldn't say it's bad that, yeah, that, yeah. that's the thing as great as Joan hall is and i love his filmography he's done a lot of movies that are just to me are like solid sevens good movies really? south was very very good i enjoyed it um really? you know what else Joan hall's done we forget another big role for him bubble boy a lot of people love <laughs> bubble boy that was a controversial movie when it came out. I never, I never, it was? absolutely for what uh because that that was there that, that's a real disease that oh, he was the, making the guy fun of it, yeah. And I remember, I never saw the movie, but I remember when that came out that uh, parents of children that had that disease, oh, they were like, offended, very offended. Yeah, really. Yeah, um, it was it was a controversy. I was too young to, when it came out. I was, it was yeah, yeah. I never watched it. I never watched it. But I know what you're talking about. That's funny. I forgot he was Bubble Boy. Oh, what's another one? On you should do a sequel to Bubble Boy. You got some viewer questions. Okay, what's up? Okay, uh, there's two of them. Okay. Uh huh. And the other one is if you could choose to keep only one of these directors, filmographies, Oof. and get rid of the other two, oh. who would you keep? Scorsese, Tarantino, Nolan. Oh my God! I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely be get rid yeah. of Nolan. Not that his stuff isn't great, but if he's up against those two, like oh, that, yeah, oh my god, I think I, I, I think I'd have to agree with that. I can't, you can't get rid of Scorsese and Tarantino. Yeah, but you're saying you only got to pick one. I don't know, man. Wait, I have to, I have to pick the one that survives, and the other two go out. <laughs> oh, I thought. Oh, okay, I misunderstood. Who asked this oh blasphemous my. question? Uh, Quinn Mobley. <laughs> okay, shout out to Quinn Mobley. Uh, oh my goodness, that's a great question. Um, okay, yeah, I so think one you survives. Stick, I, as, as oh my bad god, as this hurts me, man. I, think I, you I stick have to take Scorsese. I think I'd have to say Scorsese his too. His body of work is his, his, it, it's just too iconic. Yeah, it, nah. it go, notice it goes back farther than Tarantino too. So the guy yeah. who's got the most history, you have to you have to stick. This guy he made with him arguably the greatest movie of the seventies with Taxi Driver. Yeah. The greatest movie of the eighties with Raging Bull. That's true. And the greatest movie of the nineties. Other than Terminator Two, mm-hmm. with Goodfellas. Oh uh, well, hey, for me it's Casino, which would make your yeah, argument even yeah. more because uh, yeah, that was like ninety five. Yeah, no, I yeah, think I, I, those are both great, obviously, but I, I'm partial to Goodfellas just a little bit more. Tarantino, okay. obviously, I love. I, love I, I think every one of his movies is a masterpiece. Me too. Where Kill Bill One and Two are two of my favorite movies ever. 
I mean, he's got a bigger body of work, but not every one of Scorsese's movies is a masterpiece where I think Tarantino's is or close to I agree to with that it, statement. You know, a couple, maybe not death proof. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but um, still a solid film. Yeah, yeah. I don't count that as like one of his movies. He I know, does, though. I know he yeah, does, so. but that came out with the Grindhouse thing that was with Robert yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. And it's a solid film. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Does it, did, what was the other question about about the Matrix? What was it? Oh yeah. What do we think about the Matrix? Oh, I, I'll tell you. I'm insanely excited for the next Matrix. I know people don't love two and three. I, I, you know, I know three is the worst one. I like uh, two. One is a classic. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a little worried about it because they're just undoing it, and they're like they're bringing Carrie Ann Moss back and they're bringing Keanu Reeves back. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, you have to bring those guys back. Yeah. But how's that going to work? Because you killed them at the end of the third one. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and they're bringing back um, Wachowski. Not not both of them. They're only bringing back one of them. Really? I did not know that. Oh, yeah. They're not. Which one? Uh, Lana? I think or... Lana is coming. <laughs> yeah, she's doing it. Cause the bro- the, uh... I forgot what the other one changed his name to. It used to be yeah. Larry and Andy. Yeah, now La- it's Lana and... Correct. I don't know their, both their names, but yeah. one of the sisters now is coming back. And I was like, oh, they're not bringing oh, wow. both of them back. So... I wonder why that's happening. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. That's interesting. So uh, that would worry me a little, they're not having both of the sisters do it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I am insanely excited for matrix i think it's it could be great but i noticed as with any movie that i'm excited for mm-hmm. i gotta see a trailer first i can't yeah it's gonna be excited. a while before that happened i think they just started filming they just like, they just, just started yeah there's been the leaks online i've seen like people they're on the wire oh really yeah i don't know i mean i i'm i hope it's good you know I what i mean so. i wasn't a fan of the second two I was like kind of disappointed with them. Yeah, Obviously, they're not as good as the yeah. The first is the first is, one is, the is a watershed classic. movie. Yes. Uh, well, the first one is one of those movies that changed action movies. It changed everything. Going you know what forward. I mean? After that, every movie had bullet time. Every movie had people wearing trench coats. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, people had like jumping and moving around. You know. Yeah, all that slow motion. It brought martial. I brought martial Wire arts. Food. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it brought martial arts into like the mainstream. Uh, as far as movie fans, it, I agree it, with that. It brought in the audience for martial arts movies, kind of. Yeah, it was Master Wu Ping who did the choreography. On, I believe I so. On yeah, films. so he like helped bring his yeah. notoriety into Hollywood and what he was always doing. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, I, you know, I hope I hope it works, and I hope that uh, you know, I like Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu yeah. Reeves. I love. I know so, he's not the best actor ever, but I think yeah, he's no, so I, good at the roles that he does do. Yeah, no, especially John good. Wick. He's and, good. He's good. That. He seems like a good guy. I love. Yeah, and and he's been in a lot of movies that I that I love. So uh, you know, I root for him. Me too. In, I always root for regard. Keanu Reeves. And, I, and of course, you know, I I root for every studio other than Disney to get like some hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to see Disney be the only studio that makes a billion dollars on their movies. Yeah, I know. It is going to be a little bit ridiculous. You know, I, you know, I want to see good Disney stuff, but yeah, it is but who know, crazy. You know, who knows? Like, my, again, my cynical side is like, okay, now the next Matrix is going to be PG-13. It's going to... The original three are all rated R, are, right? Yeah, but you can make a... You can remove a couple of... Uh, curse words yeah, and maybe a, sex, a couple of head sex sh- scene yeah but yeah. they don't show anything that could get away with a PG I think that I think the fact that it was weird is what put it over the edge yeah, for the rated R with the tube sticking out of people and yeah, stuff like that yeah it's what they that. call like um like disturbing images yeah exactly yes, exactly yes. a lot of times I've seen a, a you know a very interesting documentary um about the rating system about the MPAA and they said a lot of times it's really how they feel after watching the movie, oh, that's actually really interesting. That's a yeah, good well, point. it's kind of it's kind of 
it it's, doesn't it's, make you happy as a filmmaker it's not you're not excited right because it's subjective that. right yeah, yeah. so, so I no mean, i get that it's interesting yeah but it's th- weird. those those movies are pretty tame as far as you know stuff rating stuff violence and uh i mean a lot of people get shot but a lot of people get shot in james bond movies right and, and it's not like heads take... blowing off and like tarantino nah, nah. grotesqueness yeah yeah, yeah. and they tamer. didn't age very well either as far as their visual effects are concerned yeah too if especially you try to watch them now it's pretty have it's... you gone back and watched the hundred man melee of uh, matrix reloaded when they're nah, in the park nah, i haven't seen it in a while but it I, is rough i mean it looked kind of rough even when it came out. i remember when it came out maybe because i was like 13 or at the mm-hmm. time but i loved it. i was like oh my god this is amazing yeah. but then looking back like 10 years later i'm like oof, this is rough yeah, well, but, I hope. But at the end of the day, I'm insanely excited for Matrix. Like, I, I just, that's, that's, I'm so glad they're doing it. I know they're, you know, hopefully yeah. they're not going to bastardize the franchise and just keep doing it, but I yeah. am glad to I see it. I just hope they keep it simple. One. I think the problems with the sequels where they got too convoluted oh, it got, with, like, it philosophy got and stuff Religion like that. Religion and philosophy. Yeah, I mean, that could be there because obviously that's part of what makes all of it, I sure. guess. But Just uh, don't make it insane. It's got too, yeah, right. I agree with you. It got too complicated. It bogged the movie down a little bit. It made it confusing for, for audiences, I think. Mm. You know, so uh, the first one was, uh, it was simple and it had those elements of the philosophy and, uh, which I love. Yeah, yeah I do but, love that. But, um, you know, just keep it simple. I hope we'll I agree. see. I agree. That yeah. is weird that the back, two of them aren't doing business. it though. It makes I would like to know why. Yeah, me too. I'd love to know why they aren't teaming back up. Any more uh, questions, Danny? Any more? Uh... All right. So I guess with that, we'll uh, wrap up the show. Uh, Mike, thanks a lot for coming on again, man. Eric, thank you very much for I having me. So shout out your uh, your Instagram. Oh, it's uh, I think it's just Mike J. Grassi at Yahoo or at um, on Instagram. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so uh, I'll say you know, obviously everyone, thanks for uh, watching. You know, if you want to see us on YouTube, just type in movies that don't suck. Mm-hmm. You know, all the uh, links are down below in the description box. You know, you want to see us on Anchor on every podcast platform, Anchor, you know, Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever you want to use. If you want to come see us directly on Anchor, mm-hmm. it's Anchor.fm/mtds, and. Uh, I think that's going to about wrap it up for the night, man. So I really appreciate, once again, you uh, coming on. And uh, thanks to our uh, engineer, producer, uh, Danny, for uh, shouting out the questions. Yes. Thank you, yes. Danny. Thank you, Eric. All right. Thank you, man. Been a pleasure. Pleasure. All right, guys. See you next time. We're out.